with the word from God. I come to you this morning with a heavy heart to preach this message. And I believe that the Lord is calling us and making sure that we are prepared and ready for what is to come in this world. If you've got your Bibles, let's go to Psalms 91, verse 1. Psalms 91. say amen a couple of you I'll give you just another moment it's right smack dab in the middle Psalms 91 verse 1 reading from the New King James Version it says he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. He who dwells in the secret place, everybody say the secret place, of the Most High. Some say the Most High. That means there's no one else above him. He's the Most High. Not only will they dwell in the secret place of the Most High, but they shall abide under the shadow or the covering of the Almighty. I don't know about you, but it sounds like there's no safer place to be when the world's going crazy except for in the secret place with the Almighty and in the covering and the shadow of our God. For a few moments, I want to speak. I promise I will not try to be long, but I I do ask that if you would, prepare yourself, prepare your hearts to receive this word today. And I want you to prepare yourself and make up your mind right now that when the altar call is given, if it's even given. Last week was a beautiful thing right in the middle of the message. There were people who said, I can't wait any longer. I just got to get to the altar. That's okay. I want you to know that. If God is working on you and you feel you just got to get there, then you just need to stand up and get there. Okay? You don't have to wait till I give you an invitation. I know I probably said this last week, but one thing I love about this younger generation is they never wait for an invitation to the altar. They don't wait. They want to get there. And today, I, w- I pray there will be a longing inside of your heart to get to the place that we're going to be talking about today. Just for a few moments, I'm going to speak on this topic, my secret place. My. Point to yourself and say, my secret place. Look at your neighbor and say, it's not yours. Look at your other neighbor and say, I'm talking about my secret place. You got to make it your own today. One more time before we're seated, can we just, can we give God some praise in this place? Magnify him for being here with us today. For he is worthy. Man, you may be seated. Psalms 91 is one of the most powerful chapters throughout the Bible. And it says here that 
for I just, I'm just going to go ahead and, and, and take just a couple minutes and, and just read this for you. It says that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. But it doesn't stop there. It says, I will say of the Lord that he is my refuge, that he is my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler. Surely it's going to happen. He will deliver you. He will deliver you. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and thy buckler. His truth, his truth, his word, what he speaks shall be your shield. That's why when, there's, when the enemy comes in uh, like a flood, it says he will raise up a standard. He will raise something up against, he will raise up a shield. That's why when you're facing something, I've encouraged you just to open up the word of God and begin to read the word of God. Because when you begin to speak these words uh, into the atmosphere, you're, you're speaking a shield in front of you and all around you. And what you need, you're looking for somebody else to give you a word. And what you need is the word. And all you got to do is just speak the word. And when you speak the word, you're building your own shield around you and nothing can get to you. That's why you need to get into the word. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor the arrow that flieth by day, nor the pestilence that walketh in the darkness, nor the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. Verse 11 says, For he shall give his angels, listen, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways sometimes you just need to be kept right where you're at to keep thee in all thy ways they shall bear thee up in their hands lest thou dash thy foot against the stone that thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder and the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under your feet because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high. That because he hath known my name. You know his name today? He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and I will honor him. And with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. We've got a covering today if we choose to dwell in the secret place. We all have hidden or secret places in our life. The place where your deep, dark secrets dwell. A place where things exist that you never want anyone else to come and visit and know about. Because you don't want them to know about these things or the contents of it. The place where secret sins eat away at our spirit like a cancer destroying the flesh. But I'm not talking about those places 
those secret places or hidden places this morning. Those places will kill you. But I'm talking about a secret place that will heal you. A place that will keep you. It will protect you. I'm talking about a secret place of restoration. A secret place of peace. A secret place where access is never denied. A place that you wouldn't be embarrassed to have someone come in with you. I'm talking about the secret place where you meet with God and God meets with you. The place where you hear his voice because it's the very place where he hears your voice. I'm talking about a place where blessings fall upon you because it's the place where the sweet aroma of worship escapes from you and enters into the throne room of God. I'm talking about my secret place. I'm talking about the place I go to entertain his presence. I'm not talking about this place only, but I'm talking about the places outside of here. I'm talking about the place where you stop when you're facing something and you go into a secret place and you just begin to worship him. I'm talking about the secret place where his presence Presence always dwells. Somebody shout my secret place. Back in 1961, in the height of war and rumors of chemical warfare, President John F. Kennedy begins urging Americans to purchase their own personal bomb shelters and to bury them in the backyards for easy access when and if the enemy would decide to attack. I'll never forget when we lived in Lancaster, my neighbor came over one day and he said, you won't believe what I found in my backyard. He said, come with me, i got to show you this. He was digging when he discovered a bomb shelter was buried in his backyard. He kept digging, kept hitting something hard. He said, what is this? You gotta be. He was trying to create something for his kids to play back there, and, and by the time he got down there, he realized there was a bomb shelter buried in his backyard. We must understand this this morning, that the purpose of a bomb shelter was not knowing that the enemy is in fact going to attack, but instead of doing nothing about that, you're preparing a place of safety and secret that you can run to for a covering just in case. Now, these places were put in because a lot because of fear of what was going to happen. They didn't know what was coming. All the thing they heard was what they were hearing is that it might happen. So because of that, they said there's something might come of this. So therefore, if I want to protect my family... If I want to protect myself, if I want to protect my life, then I got to be proactive about this. And I need to listen to the leader who is saying you need to be proactive just in case this happens. Sounds a lot like church sometimes. If we would just listen to what the pastor's saying and the voice of God, when the preacher comes up and tells you, listen, there's going to be attacks. The enemy is going to come after you. But if you will prepare a place that you can go to and not wait until you're in the middle of the battle, but if you would do it before and prepare yourself, I promise you, you'll have a place of safety to run to. Listen to me this morning. The expectation for no attacks is a setup for disappointment. But Psalms 119.114 says, You are my hiding place. You are my shield. The psalmist is saying, I set myself up. 
for success because I designated in advance where I would hide when the enemy attacked. I ask you this morning, where do you hide when life gets hard? Where do you run to when the pressures of life hit you? Do you have a secret place when all hell breaks loose in your life? Do you have a place you can run to? Because I'm telling you this morning, you better set it up in advance because there is, there is a reason that the president was urging the people to build because he understood you can't fight and build at the same time. You need a place that is prepared and ready. You need a place where there is real protection, not just the illusion of protection. Some of us hide in that place that only seems safe. We hide in places that we convince ourselves is a safe place. We have these half-hearted relationships with God and think that's going to be enough. But I'm telling you right now, your covering is not strong enough. And that's why you see I keep getting attacked and they keep hitting me from from this side and that side. I don't know why I can't have protection. I don't know why I don't feel his presence. I don't know why I don't feel the covering. I don't know where he's at. It's the simple fact that you never went into the secret place with him. That you're out here by yourself. I'm telling you, God is saying, I promise you, I will be your protection. I will be your shield if you have a secret place with me. First Kings 16 tells us a story. Of the prophet Elijah. Elijah ran, he hid in the cave because it seemed to be a safe place. It was far away from Jezebel who longed to kill him. She wanted to destroy him. But while he was hiding in this cave, the voice of God whispers unto him. While Elijah is running from his calling. While he's running from who he truly is. He's allowed fear to grip him. And he runs and hides. He asked you this morning, are you running from the conflict or are you running to the conflict? Because the place of conflict, conflict can be the place of your calling. But you have to be comfortable Hiding in the midst of conflict, knowing that God is your refuge. Psalms 46, 1 and 2 says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Elijah ran south as far as he could go. He went into this cave and spent the night And the voice of the Lord went into the cave and said, paraphrasing, what are you doing here? Elijah, what are you doing here? What are you doing in this cave? You don't belong here. This is not who you are. This is not who I've called you to be. What are you doing here? Why are you hiding here? Why would you choose to hide yourself? In a place that would keep you confined, Elijah. 
When your calling is not in the cave, Elijah, but your calling is out there. Did I not protect you on Mount Carmel? Did I not send fire from heaven for you? Did I not do what I promised you I would do it? Yet you're hiding in a cave somewhere. Understand this this morning, that your hiding place might not always take you out of the conflict or remove you from the battle, but I can promise you one thing this morning. It will allow you to have peace in the midst of it all. It will allow you to have comfort in the midst of it all. You can hide. Listen, listen to me this morning. With a secret place, you can hide in plain sight in the secret place of the Most High. You can hide in plain sight. It's like you got spiritual camo on. They're right there around you, but yet they don't see you. That's what the psalmist was talking about when he said that, the, that God prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. They're all around you, but it's as if they're not even there. That is a secret place of peace. Even though your enemy is surrounding you, you can sit down and enjoy still what God has placed before you, knowing that victory is already yours. I guess no one's ever experienced victory in here this morning. Some of you know what I'm talking about. All hell's coming at you. All hell's attacking you. But you're sitting there with just a peace, just a peace about you. People are saying, don't you understand? Don't you, this is what the church is at right now. This is where we're at right now. The world's, the world's falling apart all around us. And they're saying, what in the world? What are we going to do tomorrow? And we say, oh, we don't care. We're not worried about it because we know who holds tomorrow. We're not too concerned about that. Because we, we know the, and we serve and live for the God who holds the future. He already knows what's going to take place. So we find our peace and our comfort in him. Hear me this morning that we are more than just a church building. And the church is more than just a dwelling place. You see, it's not about the dwelling place of your prayer closet as much as it is what is dwelling in your prayer closet. I don't care where it's located. I'm asking you what's in it. What spirits dwell there in your prayer closet? You see, it matters more for who than for what your secret place was made for. What's it made for? It was made for you to have a refuge. It was made for you to have a place you can go to. You see, we have places that we run to when we come under attack. But the problem is that we all too often run to the very thing that is attacking us. Satan longs for deep, dark, secret places in your life because he does his best work in deep, dark, secret places. It's in those deep, dark, secret places of sin that your life slowly leaves you. It's in those places that you used to dwell when you were living in sin. You know what I'm talking about this morning? Uh, that you will never move forward. Hear me. You will never move forward uh, in your walk with God if you keep running to the secret places of your past. 
Those places won't sustain you in what is about to happen. It won't sustain you in the middle of a storm. It won't sustain you when it seems like everybody's turned their back on you. It won't sustain you when it seems like all hell is fighting you. You see, there are secret places of your past that you have yet to release unto God. And because of that, they are competing with the secret place of the Most High in your life. When that old alcohol addiction creeps up and it's tempting you, that is not an opportunity to crawl into the secret place of your past and run to a bottle. But that is an opportunity to walk into the secret place of the Most High and lay that addiction down for good. I'm telling you right now, the devil brings it up and says, come on, this makes you feel good. This makes you feel comfortable. But I'm telling you right now, but the next morning it's going to wear off. And when you wake up, all your problems are still there. But if you crawl into a secret place where only he dwells. He says, bring what you got and I'll take it from you. Exodus 34 and 14 tells us, do not worship any other God for the Lord whose name is jealous is a jealous God. There is a jealousy that rises up within him when you are straddling the fence between the secret place of your past and the secret place of the Most High. Our God is a jealous God and he will not take second place. That's why you got to make up your mind. Nobody's going to do it for you. I saw a commercial the other day. They said, uh, they just kept saying, no one's going to come over here and get you up. No one's going to make you do it. No one's going to make you complete this. No one's going to have, no one, no one, no one, no one. And it was someone getting out of bed early in the morning and making their way into a gym and working out. And they were running and they were doing this, trying to make changes in their life. And they said, no one's going to make you do it. Sometimes if you want something bad enough, you want change in your life, you've got to do it yourself. I can't carry you into your secret place. It's not my secret place. I can't create one for you. You've got to create one for yourself. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want change in your life? How bad do you want the healing? How bad do you need it? Joshua 24 and 15. It says, and if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourself this day whom you will serve. Choose for yourself this day what secret place you'll dwell in. For the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the river, or the gods of the Amorites and those whose land you dwell Hey, listen, you can do it. Listen, if you want to stay where you're at and you want to, you'd say, I'm just not, I ain't got time for a secret place, Pastor. That's fine. But as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. As for me and my house, we're going to have a secret place. As for me and my house, I'm going to find a place where he dwells and I'm going to go there. I'm talking about a place where there's no darkness. I'm talking about a place where there's no death. 
I'm talking about that secret place of the Almighty. It's that place that has and contains everything you've been looking for. And you've been looking other places for it. And you can't find it. I'm telling you right now, if you find the secret place where the Almighty dwells, what you're going to find is light. You're going to find life. You're going to find joy. You're going to find peace. You're going to find protection. You're going to find restoration. You're going to find a rock you can stand on. You're going to find shelter in the time of storm. You're going to find that shoulder that you can cry on. You're going to find your healer. You're going to find your deliverer. You're going to find a place of relationship with him. It's a place that the longer you spend there, the more you want to be there. It's my hiding place. It's that my secret place that I get to go to and no one else is there with me. It's just me and him. It's that place when I feel like everything is pressing down upon me that I walk into the hiding place and as soon as I get into his presence, that pressure begins to lift. Everything begins to be pulled off of me. It's that secret place. I don't call somebody on the phone. I don't call up some friend and say, I need you to tell me something. I need you to give me words of encouragement. I need you to send me some good vibes. Don't get me started on that. You can keep your vibes. I got the Holy Ghost. Vibes don't give me direction. Vibes can't heal me. Vibes can't set me free. My, I, I thought I was an apostolic church this morning. I'm not sure you believe what I'm preaching. I, come on. I'm talking about something that's real. Don't sit on this this morning. I'm talking about a God who's alive and well. I'm talking about the God who saved you. That pulled you out of pulled you out of a pit. He saved you. Come on. He's saving your family. I'm talking about the God who is real, who's trying to save your life, trying to save your children. You've got to find a secret place. There's no time for patty caking and sitting down on the Word of God. There's no time for this because He's coming back soon. And if you're not ready, you will be left behind. You've got to have a secret place because if there's no secret place, you don't know him. There's a lot of people that when he comes and they realize they didn't go, they're going to cry, where's the the secret place at? Where's the place I, I, I neglected? I neglected these places. Too late. It's too late at that point you got to have your hiding place now. He said, I can't be your shield. I can't be your hiding place. I can't be that if you don't ever visit me, if you never come to me, if you never worship me in private, but only on Sundays. The only time you ever worship me is in the dwelling place of my house. That's the only place I ever get worship from you. Listen to me. Your private worship should be deeper than your public praise. Your private worship to him should be deeper than your public praise. 
It's easy to worship in church on Sunday because you've got protection. You're in a safe place. This is a secret place. You've got an army surrounding you of brothers and sisters. You've got the building itself. It just feels safe in here. A safe place where the world is blocked out. All your problems are forgotten. It doesn't take much effort to get into a place of praise and worship unto God with everything that around you exemplifies Him. It doesn't take much effort to get into a place of praise and worship when, when, your, when your, your brothers and your sisters are around you worshiping. You see, it, it's at times your worship is simply predicated on the simple fact that the person next to you is worshiping. It makes it easy when they're worshiping because you say, well, if they're worshiping, I guess I'm just going to stand by and worship with them. Not because you actually are there to worship, just because everyone else is worshiping. There's a reason that someone that will come in here for the first time, first time ever, will walk in this place. And they look around and see all the worshiping going on. It's not long before they stand up and they're clapping their hands and they're doing what everybody else is doing. They don't truly fully understand what we're doing, but they do it. But if you've been here long enough, and you've been here long enough to experience what I'm talking about. If you've been baptized in his name, you've received the gift of the Holy Ghost. There should be something within you that says, I can't sit, even if everybody else is sitting. I can't sit down. I've got a worship inside of me. I've got a praise inside of me. I gotta get it out. I don't care what everybody else is doing. I don't care if I'm surrounded by everybody. If you're the only person in this room, there should be a shout inside of you. If you're at home in your living room, who cares if there's nobody else there? God's there. Let the worship come out. Let the praise come out. It doesn't matter. I'm not talking about Sunday worship, though. I'm not talking about Sunday praise. I'm talking about when you leave the safety of the covering of your fellow saints. I know the building here is a secret place that the church will come together in the unity of worship on Sundays and Wednesdays and any other service we have. But hear me this morning. Sundays won't sustain you. Mm -mm. You have to have a secret place of your own, a place to go and to worship, a place to go and to pray, a place where you can give an offering of praise unto him when you're all by yourself. That is what will sustain you. That is what will keep you when the world is going crazy around you. Hear your pastor this morning. Those who have no covering, those who have no covering, have no secret place and no place to hide. They expose themselves to the environment of their surroundings. But those who dwell in the secret place of the Most High, will abide in the shadow of his safety. You will abide in the shadow of his covering. You will abide in his protection. They have a promise, those who dwell in that secret place. They had the promise of Isaiah 51, 16. He said, I have put my words in your mouth and covered you with the shadow of my hand. You must have a secret place where you dwell. It's not optional. It's not optional. You see, Elijah, if he would have understood who he was, he was anointed by God. 
He was called as a prophet. If he would have realized who he was, he would have stayed. He could have stayed in the midst of Jezebel. He could have stood right there and understood that, listen, my covering, I don't need a cave to go hide myself. I don't need no physical place to hide myself. Listen, you don't actually need a physical prayer closet to pray. We don't need a building to have church. We proved that last year. We went outside on the hill and had church out in the grass. That's fine with me. We've had it in the parking lot. I'm telling you, last year kind of broke us out of that mindset that we need to have this and we need to have that to have a move of God. God is moving anywhere and everywhere at all times. I'm telling you right now, Elijah could have stood his ground and could have hidden in plain sight. But he forsook his hiding place. And in doing that, he forsook his calling. God already had a plan to remove Jezebel in that situation. But he forsook who he was. When you forsake your hiding place, you forsake who God has called you to be. I'm closing. I told you I didn't want to be long this morning. But I want to talk to you this morning just for a few more moments. Because my heart's been heavy. Second Timothy chapter 3, the Bible says in the last days, perilous times will come. The Bible says that men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, proud, blasphemers, slanders, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. I would love to sit here and say, oh, it sounds just like the world. But I have to be honest and tell you that it kind of sounds a little bit like the church too. When we, we Sundays come around, we say, oh, I just don't feel like going today. I don't feel like getting up or going. You're loving yourself more than you're loving Him. You're loving your comforts more than you're loving Him. You haven't dwelled in that secret place because when you're in the secret place, it doesn't matter what the opportunity is if you can get in his presence. Oh, that time will not pass. I've got to get there. That's why the older generation, I love so much what a great example they are to us. That older generation, uh, you got to understand something. There's a reason, uh, even when they didn't feel like it. That's why I love, uh, I used to love watching. Uh, it, would, it would take him a while to get in. But I would watch Brother Brooks come in that door, Sister Brooks. And I knew he didn't feel like being here. But there was a love for God so strong in him. It, 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 trumped, it trumped what he felt. He didn't care if he didn't feel like being here. He was still coming. Because he knew God was going to be here. You want to know why he came? You want to know why Elder Chapman always came and he didn't feel like it? Because they had a secret place of their own. They didn't live for Sundays. They didn't live for Wednesdays. They lived for him. 
and serving him was never an inconvenience to them. But we've come into a time, and I'm telling you right now, we are living in the end times. Hear your pastor this morning. You're living in the end times. Do not play games with this. Don't think you have time. Not a person in here is promised tomorrow. But I'm telling you, I can see the signs of the times all around us. And the scripture is so true to me this morning. Luke 21, 26 says, Men's hearts failing them for fear. For looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken. Please listen to me this morning. I'm pleading with you this morning. Do you have a secret place? Do you have a secret place where you commune with Him? Do you have a private place where you go and you talk to Him? Do you have a place where you hear His voice? Because you have a place where He consistently hears yours. Do you have that place? Listen to me, church staff. Listen to me, ministers. Listen to me, musicians. Listen to me, singers. Listen to me, sound men, multimedia, Sunday school, teachers, saints, church. Listen to me this morning. Your talent won't save you. Your giftings won't save you. Your personality will not save you. Even your anointing cannot save you. It can't save you. I don't care if you have talent. I don't care if you have giftings. But I care whether or not you have a secret place with the Almighty. Because in the end, it's the secret place that's going to elevate you ministers. It's the secret place. It's the secret place that's going to open doors for you. It's the secret place that will make you. And it's also the secret place at times that will break you. It's only the secret place. It's the secret place that'll break the yoke that's been so heavy on you. Mama, Daddy, it's the secret place that's going to save your kids. Yelling at them, getting on to them is not going to do it. Your voice going to them is not going to make the difference. But I promise you, if you crawl into a secret place and your voice begins to go up to Him and you begin to cry out to Him, God says, in that secret place, it's this place where I can do some work. It's this place. It's the secret place that builds relationship with Him. It's the secret place that brings salvation. You must have your own secret place this morning the world around us is falling apart I'm telling you you need a spiritual bomb shelter this morning I'm standing up here like the president did and I'm telling everyone in this room that the devil's trying to come at you he's trying to destroy because he knows the end's coming but I'm telling you you need a bomb shelter this morning I'm crying out and pleading with you for safety don't wait until it's too late don't wait until the war breaks out don't wait until the storm starts I'm telling you right now you need a secret place 
with him this morning. These altars are open right now. I wish everybody in this room, I'm telling you, unless you don't want the secret place, if you don't want it, that's fine. That's your choice. But I'm telling you, if you want that secret place, if you want that palm shutter protection, you want that place, I'm telling you, it's coming. It's coming. The world's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. And God is looking for those who dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Those who are covered up. Those who are saying, God, I need you. God, I need you more than Sunday. God, I need you more than Wednesday. God, I need you more than Tuesday. God, I need a secret place where I can go by myself. And it's just you and me, God. I need that today, God. I need it today. Come on, somebody, come build a secret place. Somebody come build a secret place with your family this morning. Somebody come sit build a secret place this morning. Come on, over your marriage. Build that secret place. That's where healing comes.